This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. A lot of people have said there are people now dying of the swine flu who are in good health. By whose standards? Hospitals serve jello. Robert Scott Bell. Food advertising. You know the people. Fresh, natural, hearty, old fashioned, homemade goodness in a can. Robert Scott Robert Bell. Scott Bell. Scott Bell. Dr. Agus argues that the fountain of youth is obtainable if everyone were to take statin drugs. Excuse me? It sounds completely, completely insane. Taking on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom and making sense out of medical propaganda. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty, Robert Scott Bell. <laughs> All right, we're back at it. Hour two heading into the weekend here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. We survived the hour with my good buddy Richard Pearl. I knew we would. There were some dicey moments right on the edge, but we got through. Hopefully you hid the kids, but now it's all family friendly. Uh, we have uh, this. I, I've been talking about this guy over the last year, ever since uh, we learned of him uh, from the news cycle. And, uh, you know, we love people who are willing to stand up and speak the truth, even if it's unpopular or maybe especially if it is. Uh, and I love Minnesota. My wife and I got married up there. We have a lot of friends, and I'd call them family up there. The only thing that d- is disconcerting about Mi- Minnesota is that the state bird is the mosquito, and it will carry small children away if, you, if you're not careful. But uh, maybe uh, Scott has some uh, remedies for that. He's uh, a state senator in Minnesota. He's also a physician. He sees patients. In fact, I talked to him earlier in the midst of it. It was so, so kind because we needed to connect to test the connection. And uh, he's also running for governor. Dr. Jensen, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate being on. And yes, I am running for governor. And I retired as a senator about six months ago. So right now I am not in political office. I am simply a family doc in the trenches. Okay, so that explains how you were, you know, actually taking taking care of patients more than being in the state Senate. And, you know, Minnesota is a fascinating state, you know. We connected because my friend Diane Miller connected us. She is one of my health freedom heroes. She's an attorney, and she's been working on health freedom issues through the National Health Freedom Action, National Health Freedom Coalition. And at the time when – were you in Minnesota when Governor Ventura was there? I've been in Minnesota my entire life. Whole life. Okay, so – Everybody looked and thought it was a big joke. I thought it was great for once a Democrat and a Republican both lost. And you had somebody with some independence in there, and he did some good things. Uh, I know there's always controversy about anybody in, in the governorship. But one of the things that he signed into law was something Diane Miller, my friend, worked on, which was to provide a safe harbor provision so that health care providers that were not medical doctors could hang a shingle to help people. They can't pretend to be doctors if they're not, but that was, you know, the point is people... There's, there's more than one way to get well. You don't need a drug for everything, and there's no such thing as a drug deficiency disease. I agree. I think that that was the thoughtful legislation that was passed. And I think over the last 20 years, as we've watched that relationship between patient and doctor get fractured, I think Diane's work is even more important because we are realizing that we need to elevate the patient 
into the role of being their own best champion. And if a physician or a clinic or an insurance plan or a pharmaceutical company, if anybody tries to undercut the patient's own ability to be their own best champion, that's a bad thing. So I think the idea of a physician, of a patient saying, I want to be able to see this person. Now, this person isn't a doctor per se, but this person can help me in a lot of ways. I work with a lot of naturopaths, acupuncturists, chiropractors, uh, nutritionists, life coaches. And honestly, a lot of those folks do more for a patient to get well than someone with an MD behind their name. See, what I hear here is what scares the establishment so much. And, and this is, you know, I'm not naive to say that you've got an easy path to the governorship, but I, I, I think if you continue to speak this truth, it will resonate, is that you want to invite all of these voices to come to the table. My point about what we've gone through in the past year and a half is that they refused to, and this has been longer than this, you know, the COVID stuff going on. They refuse to invite homeopaths and naturopaths and chiropractors and, you know, everybody at the table to discuss, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is what we learn and find out that we can be collegial and supportive of one another and find appropriate places and even some inappropriate places that we begin to actually respond more appropriately, more successfully to address the actual health needs of the people of any given state, in this case, Minnesota. And I think, again, that's one of the obstacles you probably have because we know that the media is basically owned by the pharmaceutical industry. Well, I'm not sure who the media is owned by, but I think that we can pretty much count on the fact that I think at least 80% of the media is left-leaning, and I think that makes it very difficult to get a balanced discussion. I think we've seen that in spades over the last uh, 15 months. When I first came out with my concerns and frustration and skepticism about how we were being advised to complete death certificates, Robert, I didn't have any idea that I was going to become some famous whistleblower. A folk hero. (laughs) It it looked to me like they were making a mistake and someone needed to help them clarify it. So I said, well, this is wrong. This is not what you do. You don't take something that has maybe a contributing aspect to it and elevate it to the point where it's the cause of death. But the Department of Health was saying, gee, if you have asthma involved in the sequence of causation of a person's death, but it's only involved as a contributing cause, put it as a contributing condition, but go ahead and put something else, whether it's colon cancer or a heart attack, as the underlying cause of death. But then they said, however, if COVID-19 is a contributing condition, in the situation, don't put it down as a contributing condition. Put it as the cause of death. This is where my life literally changed overnight, and I could never have guessed it. But I think part of the reason what was going on there was I was simply being a physician. I was being a problem solver. I was looking at something. I read it, and I said, that doesn't make sense. And all of a sudden, the world turned upside down. Yeah. You know, I liken this to the the Boy Scout concept. And I don't mean naivete in a negative sense, but if you've never interacted with the media and suddenly now you're in this firestorm because of what I perceive to be your integrity and your training as a physician to say, this is how we do it. You don't tell me how to, you know, write a death certificate out based on this scenario. And you think, isn't that pretty basic? Everybody would say, of course. And unfortunately, it was the opposite. And yet, Now we come to know you or are getting to know you around the country, around the world. These things have all gone viral because those voices that were so desperately needed and desired 
were, were suddenly breaking through, and yet the pushback on them has even made them go further than they ever would. I mean, normally, probably, who would know you outside of Minnesota based on what? Doing your job the right way. Now suddenly, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm being interviewed by everybody, and people are criticizing me. They don't know me. And it's just like, what a journey. We had talked at the top of the hour, Richard Pearl, my good friend, uh, he's also been in media for many years and a radio host down in South Florida, about the discomfort, uncomfortableness. You didn't intend to be uncomfortable by speaking the truth, but you found out, my gosh, it's very uncomfortable to speak the truth when the truth is unpopular. (laughs) I sure did. And you're absolutely right. This was certainly in no way in the world could this be a journey that someone would have, if you will, mapped out or called AAA and said, could you give me an itinerary to follow? Didn't happen that way. It was exactly what, what Richard had said. It was speaking truth, getting uncomfortable, getting used to being getting used to being uncomfortable, and then getting uncomfortable again. When I announced that I was going to run for governor a few two or three months ago, it took literally two hours for social media and even some legacy media to call me a quack, a failed senator, a conspiracy theorist, a COVID denier, an anti-vaxxer. I mean, the name calling is just over the top. It's odd because when I was in the Senate and we didn't have COVID, it seemed like I was sort of a favorite of the local media. They would call me and I would be on a variety of shows, whether they were left-leaning, right-leaning, independent, public television, didn't matter because they felt like I was candid and I was upfront and I'm not a very good politician. I think I'm a better problem solver. And I, frankly, I, I don't like politicians that much. They get an election certificate and they think their IQ goes up 20 points, but frequently <laughs> it drops. Because what happens is you separate yourself mm-hmm. from the people that you come from. It's the, the communities that you come from and the people that you interface with on a daily basis. That's what gives you perspective. It's what gives you a certain humility. It gives you an appreciation because your neighbor maybe just was diagnosed with colon cancer and your other neighbor uh, just got a big promotion. And those are the, that's the stuff of life that makes us good people and good, if you will, servant leaders. But I think politics is such a, a jaded, it, it's, it's hard to describe because it's just not normal. <laughs> that, that's a way to say it in terms of normal human interaction. Politics is not that. But, of course, the things in politics have been going on for thousands of years, arguably. And yet you ran and, and won. I don't know. I, I apologize. I don't know how long you were in the Senate or if you were a House member or whatever in Minnesota for a while to gain into that. But obviously something s- stimulated you to say, you know what, I want to take a, an extra step beyond my physicianship to go. I want to have an impact on the state that I'm in, Minnesota in that case. Well, let me jump in and tell you what happened. My wife and I spent two weeks in Israel, got back 2015, five days after we got back, we got a phone call that we should run for the Senate position. And the person who called me, I suggested that whatever he was smoking, he should cut back. And <laughs> well, thank you. But over a two-month period, my wife and I did a lot of soul searching, and we decided to run for the Senate. So we ran hard. Uh, we were successful. The fact of the matter is, when we won in November of 2016, the only political experience I'd had before then of any substance being on the school board for 10 years locally. But in November of, 20, of 2016, our campaign team, we received more votes than any other Republican senator in Minnesota. It was unbelievable. And then 
we decided to not run for re-election because of some health problems within our family. We wanted to make sure that we were taking care of business. Mm-hmm. And those were all taken care of, and it worked out very well. And then COVID came along, changed, if you will, the trajectory of our lives. And my wife and I realized after a lot of people coming to us and saying, you really need to think about running for governor. Over about a six to 12-month period of time, we said, okay, we're in. So what has been the response of the establishment Republican Party? Um, You know, there's, I don't say by definition, if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you're this or that. I mean, obviously, there's indications based on platforms that exist. But so much of even the establishment Republicans have become the party of a little less big government, you know, that concept. And yet on the state level, there's more, uh, let's say, connection to the people than at the federal level as well. Have they looked at you as someone that they could embrace? I mean, I'm not saying you're the only one running. Probably there's going to be a primary and other things that you'll have to uh, hurdle. But how has your interaction been with whatever you consider the establishment Republican uh, Party there that kind of says, this is who we're going to throw our money behind, right? But it's still early, right? The Robert Scott Bell Show. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at teamg'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. 
and I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've delivered a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Rocking the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Your question is very insightful. I think that it might best be described as bookends. On the one end, there's a certain wariness because I was in the Senate for one term and I never really embraced the political methodology. So there might be a wariness. On the other hand, to your point a few moments ago, there's a fair amount of people that believe that because the Republicans have lost 25 statewide races in a row in Minnesota, it's not likely for us to win again unless we do something different. And that might mean some kind of a different candidate. You mentioned Jesse Ventura. I think that if we just keep running professional politicians, we're going to keep getting the results we've been getting. That is, we'll lose. Mm -hmm. We've not done as good a job playing with others in the playground, building bridges, reaching out to minorities, reaching out to the millennials, reaching out to the moms in the suburbs. The moms are highly engaged, highly informed, and yet the Republican Party hasn't done a good enough job of saying, we need to hear more from you. We need to have you help construct what our position should be. Instead, they're sort of been patted on the head and say, well, please go ahead and write a check and, and vote Republican in November. But by the way, we'll let you know if we need anything else. And the Republicans have literally seen that base of traditional support erode. And I think at some level, diver- deservedly so. So we've got to take we got to take a ruthless inventory of who we are and why we are who we are. And then we've got to say, is this who we want to be? And what I mean by that is we don't need to be a small, exclusive kind of party. We're talking about a party that could be big, big tent, like Ronald Reagan says, espousing conservative values and, and basing 
our views on faith, family, freedom, the founding fathers, wisdom, limited government, lower taxes, less intrusion of government into our lives. I mean, COVID-19 has, has demonstrated that government has they've developed a, a willingness to go deep into our lives without our permission like never before. And we got to stop it. Well, and, and I think, again, as a physician, you can speak to some of the concerns that uh, the people of Minnesota have. And I don't know, because I'm not on the ground there. I haven't been in a while in Minnesota. But there, beyond all of the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul and Tifa, the different things that were happening, the fires that were burning, there's a lot of uh, violence that occurred there. I look at the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and we see that state by state. Every state was a little different. Mostly the Democratic governors really clamped down, but not exclusively. There have been some Republicans that have as well. And I see a groundswell from a lot of people on certainly the Republican right, but also some Democrats and those in the center going, I never want to see a governor or a public health department be able to shut down our businesses, our freedom, our lives the way we've just witnessed based on you know, whatever we've determined or we're determining actually happened. Amen. And I say it again. Amen, Robert. You are absolutely right. I tell so many people, put in the Google box three words, Great Barrington Declaration. Hmm. Great Barrington, B-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N Declaration. That document was written by three very bright people last September, October. Within an hour of reading it, I had signed it. I believe I may well have been the first physician in Minnesota to have signed it. And it goes into quite a bit of detail within three pages as to why lockdowns were so deleterious and why we should have a focused plan of protection for the vulnerable and why doing what we've done to the students was absolutely, excuse my language, bass backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think the Great Barrington Declaration says it well. And I think you're absolutely right. I think Americans across the, the, the table, and absolutely our campaign has seen independents and Democrats come our way saying, listen, never again do we want our kids having a year of their life excised from their opportunity to live fully. And never again do we want to see one business said to be essential and safe and another business not. Mm-hmm. You can go to the liquor store, but you can't go to church. you got to close down the mom-and-pop shop on Main Street in a community of 4,000. But in the meantime, you can have enough people to fill a uh, room in the plumbing aisle at the big box store. Mm-hmm. It made no sense at all. And what really griped me, Robert, about Minnesota's lockdowns, we had two separate ones, mm-hmm. was the second one allowed you to get a haircut. The first one didn't. We were never told why. Did we learn from science that COVID doesn't like to go on the hair and there's no dead COVID particles on it? Or was this a backroom negotiation with people who had money and influence Mm -hmm. and said, don't you dare close down the hair salons again. You'll cripple our business. The Robert Scott Bell Show. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented Made in America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. USA News Update. Soon, thousands of hours of security footage. The January 6th U.S. Capitol riot will be made public. House Speaker Mike Johnson has announced the release of 5,000 hours of video from the U.S. Capitol grounds. The Speaker has changed course from the original plan to blur the faces of rioters, citing logistical challenges. The initial batch of footage is now accessible on the video platform Rumble, with more expected to be released. USA's John Schaefer. Elon Musk is suing OpenAI and and its CEO. Musk co-founded the artificial intelligence company and claims it's drifted from its original nonprofit mission by partnering with Microsoft in a $13 billion deal, all while keeping its code a secret. His complaint filed in California state court claims the Microsoft partnership is a breach of contract from OpenAI's founding charter. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dr. Jensen, this is this show is fundamentally about freedom. I talk obviously about health freedom. I don't like to hyphenate freedom. But I apologize. I think, you know, when we go back to Benjamin Rush, a signer of the Declaration of Independence, it was reported that he said, unless we put medical freedom into the Constitution, a time will come when medicine will organize into an undercover dictatorship, restricting the art of healing to one class of men and deny equal privileges or rights to others. And all such laws, in fact, are un-American and despotic and have no place in a republic. We have and have been living under what I call a medical monopoly for decades and decades and decades. And I was raised pharmaceutically, pharmacy people, doctors in my family. I knew I would grow up to be a doctor one day. The only image for a doctor I had, a model for a doctor, was allopathic. My uncle, my uncle, doctor, doctor, Uncle Bob, right? And he told me when I was a teenager, you do not want to go into medicine. I'm like, Uncle Bob, what are you talking about? I want to be a doctor. He's like, no, no, no. You don't understand what's happening with the government intruding in our, you know, freedoms. And I, he could see my spirit, that I am a freedom guy, and I don't want to be controlled by a license in that way. Uh, but... The idea that we would have the freedom to choose, right now it's being threatened big time by those, and unfortunately this has become political, it shouldn't be, those that are arguing we need to have vaccine passports in order to have our freedom back, and you've seen this. Now, you as a physician are trained and, and may and still, still even do vaccinations. I, as a homeopath, have a completely different view on vaccinations, and we use homeoprophylaxis, which is a safer way, in my humble opinion, and experientially, than doing that. But I am a freedom guy, first and foremost. As long as there's fully informed decision-making going on, people, I want them to have the freedom to decide. Do they want this? Do they want that? We don't have that right now in terms of um, the medical monopoly, although, again, in Minnesota, because of the safe harbor provision, the people of Minnesota have the freedom to see healthcare providers that aren't just licensed doctors, which it seems like you're, again, all for that. That's what freedom is. Uh, I don't know that I have a question, but I just want to lay it out there that fundamentally freedom is something I believe, maybe I'm naive, can bring us together, a message of freedom. Even if you're against what I do as a homeopath or people that are fans of the show say, I don't like what Dr. Scott Jensen is doing as a doctor. I'm like, I don't care whether they like it or not. I want to support the freedom of the people to choose the path in healing that they want. I'd love to build on what you just said, and so I'm going to. And I think that we can't have the caution that we're having without bringing up the phrase informed consent. And so we will. But I'm going to go back to Benjamin Rush. Benjamin Rush actually was pro-vaccine in the 1770s in that he walked alongside of George Washington with the Continental Army. And one of the first things he did once he became, if you will, the, the surgeon for the army was he vaccinated the soldiers against smallpox. 
And that was a huge help for us because British soldiers were leaving behind some people who were suffering from smallpox in communities along the way that they thought that the Continental Army might go. It's a fascinating story. But what Benjamin Rush spoke to critically was what you said, health freedom. He said we needed to have a health freedom amendment. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Fast forward a couple hundred years from 1770s to 1961, when uh, President Dwight Eisenhower was giving his farewell address to the nation after having been president for eight years. He said words to this effect. There may come a day where our public policy is captured by technological and scientific elitists. Well, we're seeing that happen right now. We're seeing big tech censor voices, decide who gets to say what, who gets to participate in the public square of social media, and we're seeing the scientific elite, the Tony Fauci's, tell us whatever they think they want us to hear, going back on it whenever they think it's convenient, whether it's masks or what would constitute herd immunity, or whether or not wearing two masks after you've been fully vaccinated is political theater. Mm -hmm. These are the things that are going on. We don't have freedom now. If I tell you, Robert, that I'm going to treat your breast cancer with this chemotherapy agent, and I'm going to increase your lifespan, your projected lifespan, by 35%, and I don't tell you anything more, you would seem like an idiot to say no. So you would say yes. But what I didn't tell you was that your projected lifespan right now is six months. So what I'm actually going to do is increase it from six months to eight months, but I'm going to make that eight months a holy hell with vomiting, wrenching, gut aches. You will wish you were dead sooner, but I will get you two more months. That is not informed consent. That is not freedom I gave you. I bullied you scientifically. I selected the facts I was going to give you. I put you into the square I wanted you, and you said, okay, that's not freedom. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're right. And, and of course, as we said, the whole other world that's not invited to the table in terms of uh, oncology, uh, you know, that those would say, hey, you know what? I have other options. I've even investigated them in the peer-reviewed scientific literature like selenium that would protect us from the chemo, the healthy cells, not the cancer cells. And then maybe that prognosis gets even better or maybe not needing it at all. But as I said, we come back to the medical monopoly. And I think we're all benefited by an exchange of ideas not censoring ideas that are unpopular or unapproved by the government or the medical uh, community, pharmaceutical particularly, that has captured the regulatory agencies. And, you know, the dawn of homeopathy, you know, after in the late 1790s, in a sense, to the early uh, 1800s, was in response to, to some degree, the vaccinators, the smallpox, where you would end up with losing an arm because people were dying of sepsis afterwards as well. And then we came up with a new way of vaccinating through homeoprophylaxis. Again, these are the things we should be coming together and discuss. Say, hey, what's the best way here? What's the best way there? And that's the freedom that innovates, that allows for innovation, that as in most cases in America, allowed us to do things that they haven't been able to do around the world because that freedom existed, but it got clamped down You know, you went to medical school, the Flexner Report of 1910 severely restricted what was allowed to be taught in medical school. So it became petrochemical patent medicine and to the exclusion of everything else that was in the free market of ideas and medicine in the early part of American history through part of the 20th century. 
But as I said, I'm speaking because I hear people go, oh, I can't believe Dr. Scott Jensen talked about chemo and, and, and vaccine. I'm like, dude, there's everything out there. And in a free society, we get to choose. And again, we support the concept of informed consent. Absolutely. I think informed consent with vaccines. I spend $100,000 a year purchasing vaccines for the patients in our clinic, and we provide uh, childhood vaccines, though we do it in a, I would say, substantially different fashion in that, again, the parents are in charge. The parents choose. Not all vaccines are equal. Some vaccines are elective and have caused unnecessary deaths, and I think they should be looked at particularly in a particularly glaring light. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you look at polio, well, polio has been a game changer, and uh, it's it's been a miracle uh, for the 20th century, in my view. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing is the health freedom. And when people say, well, what do you really mean when you say health freedom? I say, well, Robert Scott Bell gets to make his own assessment as to what is the necessary safety threshold for him Mm -hmm. to say, yes, I'm going to take that. Let's use an example. Let's say that we've got Ebola crawling across our nation, starting in the East Coast, moving to the West Coast, and it's coming near and near to Robert Scott Bell. It's a 50% death rate. He looks at the data. He analyzes it. He looks at his life. He looks at his overall health. He looks at what can he do to supplement it. And he may say yes or he may say no. Scott Jensen might say a different yes or no. Mm-hmm. But I would look at the same things. But we would each get to decide. Well, and, and there would then be, a, in my humble opinion, a respect for the decision-making process, even if we come to a different conclusion. You know? Absolutely. And, and, and the same, well, look at what we've done for influenza, influenza vaccines. We have a great variety of opinions on should i take the annual flu shot we've never had this kind of disrespect for one another where our communities our neighborhoods our families have been divided with based on vaccine status yeah yeah. i I mean nobody ever asked me well if you're going to get on an airplane you got to show me that you had a flu shot well no i got the flu shot a couple years in a row got sick both years i don't get them Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and and here here's what we're up against now, too, because you've been on you're on my show and I'm grateful for I'm having a good time discussing it with you being open and and, and the integrity of, of coming back and forth and exchanging ideas. But, you know, the crowd out there, the drive by media, as they've been called as well, will then say, oh, did you see Dr. Scott Jensen was on the air with a homeopath? And he said you should have informed consent and freedom of choice. That means he's an anti-vaxxer, right? Right away. Again, that slur, that label is going to happen. And, of course, I'm not concerned for you because I know you can handle it. You've, you've been dealing with it and handling it. But I think there's a way that if we appeal directly, and Ronald Reagan did this so well, the communicator, right? Speak to the people directly. No matter what they throw at you and and ask, do you want the freedom to choose or not? And, of course, there are people that are so afraid they don't want freedom. They want the government to care for them. They've not grown up and become adults in America. And they're, like, behaving as little children. Please take care of me. We're never going to reach some of those people. I recognize that. But I also recognize, again, there are people even in my audience that are intolerant that go, Oh, that's Scott Jensen. He's a doctor. He's still using the, he still believes in the vaccines. I'm like, look, there are all different states of consciousness. There are all different forms of training and medicine and other things. And people are going to want certain things and not others. And that, that will change over time. And I'm asking, maybe pleading for tolerance, for acceptance and acknowledgement that everybody is not the same in the sense of what they perceive their needs are and how they respond to information. You know, we could chat 
for hours a day. I would have a great time talking about this is what you've learned. This is what I've learned. And we would learn from each other. And we might change our minds about things. We might not. But it's okay. We don't have to be in lockstep with one another. In other words, you've got integrity. And I think that's the starting point. Freedom as well. The starting point. If I could pipe in on that, I would say that one of the most important things that we have to focus on is what to avoid. And to me, what we have to avoid is groupthink. I think when we get ourselves or allow ourselves to get in an echo chamber, we're really setting ourselves up for loss. I will never forget the horror that rippled through the world in 1978 when almost a thousand people drank cyanide-laced Kool-Aid and died in Guyana with Jimmy Jones. That was groupthink. We saw the same thing happen in multiple situations. Our space program, where we had death of seven people on a failed mission. If you go back and look at it, we knew there was a problem with the O-ring. But through a process of groupthink, brilliant scientists and engineers all somehow convinced one another that it would be okay to go ahead and take a risk as long as we all sort of said yes and people die groupthink is what's driving politicians to make bad decisions yes live around the world the robert scott bell show I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com, GCNfood.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized, my lower edema has reduced, and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite.
Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs, truck drivers, law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Scott Bell Show. People are interested in a groundswell. They want to be a part of something that really reawakens mm-hmm. America, Minnesota, your neighborhood community. So, Robert, if I could, I just want to tell people that the best way to learn more about our campaign is to go to our, our website, drscottjensen.com, D-R-S-C-O-T-T-J-E-N-S-E-N.com. We've been very transparent because that's who we are. 
were, were, were respectful. I'm, I'm absolutely confident that whoever I talk with, whether it's you or someone else, that there's almost always a little chunk of common ground that we can hammer out absolutely. from that common ground. We can build on it. Yeah. And, Enjoy doing that with you today. I believe it. And, and believe me, I've got your link up because I, I, I like you a lot. I really uh, have a sense of who you are. And uh, again, I, I'm just uh, I'm talking to folks that are already so holistically inclined that they, they look at doctors and they, they go, oh, man, they don't know. But look, we've all been trained by what we've been trained by. And, you know, what you have said is that you maintain an openness, a line, a dialogue of communication. And I sense that freedom is your default setting as well. And faith as well is a big part of what we do here. Fear has crowded God out of the equation and spirit. And we cannot operate in a permanent state of fear. It's like living in fight or flight. It's, it's for good for running away from a bear that's trying to eat you, but you can't live in that for long or you will perish just from being in that state. And so we've got to come back to common sense, comfort, and communication once again, and listen to one another. As you said earlier about the Republican Party in Minnesota, listen to what's really going on. You can respond and offer a better option for the people of Minnesota. And uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, I hope this is not the last time you're on the show. I enjoyed uh, being with you today, and I think we've learned a lot. And uh, if you have questions or comments for Dr. Jensen, send them or go to the website, drscottjensen.com. You can contribute in many ways. Robert, just my last comment will be this. Go, prior to going on your show, I did not know you were a homeopath. But if you would allow me to be so outside the box, but let me give you an example of what, where I think a homeopathic principle has touched my medical career. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand homeopathy. But in many ways, you could describe homeopathy as an opportunity for the body to perhaps relearn something that's worked in the past or could work. And it isn't necessarily having to take over the system that we're talking about. So let's just talk about erections, if you don't mind. (laughs) Okay. Viagra has been something that's very interesting to me because erectile dysfunction has become a much bigger problem in our society because we live longer. And so if you live to be 85, 90, you're going to have more problems than if you died at the age of 50. But what I found with Viagra is that many of my patients will take a quarter of a tablet once or twice and find that it's very helpful in regards to intimacy in the bedroom. And they will come back to me and tell me, you know, Doc, I did that, and I didn't need to take any Viagra for the next six months. It's almost as if microdosing was, was, if you will, being re-educated, retaught. Mm-hmm. So I think we see these kinds of things in our body, and I think homeopaths typically say that's the thrust we're going to use. While an allopathic doctor who may be very, if you will, in love with this prescription pad mm-hmm. may always look to the pharmaceutical agent, or perhaps he's in love with the scalpel, and he will always look to the surgery. But I think that we can all live together and let the patient be the champion. Mm-hmm. And it's very likely that the contributions that all of us make could conceivably optimize the health care that a patient has. And that's what it should be about. I love that. You brought up the concept of the law of the minimal dose. And uh, we don't need to hammer the body so much. And by the way, I always found it funny that Viagra was a, a drug for the circulatory system prior to its reapproval and authorization as a, uh, uh, an erectile dysfunction drug because they looked down and saw the side effect and said, that's a better effect. Let's remarket it, this thing. And it became a blockbuster, maybe recreational drug for some. But I get what you're saying, and I appreciate that very much. Well, thanks again, Robert. It's been fun. And uh, absolutely, you have to let Richard know I'd love to do his show, and, and I'll be glad to come on again. I've tried to say yes to everybody. I did want to, you know, nobody ever invited me from CNN. I've been on I with Laura. I wonder why. 
Yeah, and I was on with BBC out of London, and I guess Moscow News or Russian News had a clip about me. But I would have loved to have had a conversation with CNN or whoever else. I've been on Newsmax. But I think we've got to say yes to everybody, and when we have those conversations, I think we try to build bridges. You bring in too much calm credibility to CNN. They can't handle that and their 10 viewers or so that are still watching them. So, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, thanks. And again, thank you to Diane Miller. I'm going to have her on on Sunday's radio broadcast. Uh, we'll talk about this interview as well. And, and anything I can do to help moving forward, if you want to run an idea by me, I'm not an expert in everything, but I certainly appreciate your stance fundamentally on the freedom issue. And then we move out health freedom from there. And I think the people of Minnesota could do well if they paid attention to you and per- perhaps even put you in the governor's mansion there. Thank you much. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your Longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.